eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. It is Tuesday, Jerry and Al, uh, but we're going to pause this for a second. I'm just going to talk because Al's going back into the control room to make sure he started recording it. Had he not, I'm pretty much wasting my breath. But one of the topics we're going to hit on, if I get the okay from Al, good to go? Good to go. One of the topics I'd like to hit on because it came up this morning again, Craig seems bothered when I don't sound 100%. And I said immediately to the guys, listen, I'm not sick. I'm fine. I have allergies. And then they tried shoving the afron up my nose, which, quite frankly, I didn't appreciate, but that's okay. Disgusting. You can't share nose spray. That's gross. I mean, let's be honest. They want to do it. Good for them. I don't think I'm they, I, honestly, I don't think they share the afron. Yeah. They can't possibly. And then Boomer's spraying it at me like it's, you know, deodorant or something, but whatever. What if you sprayed the afron in the air and just sniffed it? Uh, there's still going to be snot residue in there. Good point. I, I think I'll pass. But here's the thing. I I don't know what I have. So this started last week. We've got two new cats in the house. One I know I'm allergic to. There's no question about it. And I took them to the vet, and they needed me to hold the cat. And I started feeling sick, I would say, within 10 minutes after that happened. I know I'm allergic to the cat, so I'm not surprised. What I am surprised at, and I actually went to the doctor Friday uh, the next day because I woke up feeling like crap still, and I had a trip I had to make to Ithaca. I'm like, let me go to the, med- to the doctor just in case this is more than just allergies. She said probably allergies, but taking a look at your throat, let me just give you something just in case. Great. Took that medicine, throat was gone within one day, you know, sore throat. But this is not, and I, I don't feel sick. I actually feel okay. The stuffiness. But, yeah, like, you can hear it in me. Like, it's, I'm not myself. Right. And I've got a little tickle in my throat, <laughs> um, like a little post-nasal drip. But at the same time, I've still exercised. I still feel fine. I played wiffle ball with the kids yesterday. I'm not to the point. You know when you get a bad cold, you want to do nothing but lay around? I think that if you have the flu, you don't want to do stuff. I think a cold, you're still up for doing things. All right. Well, then maybe I have a cold. I don't know what they have. I have a cold. Uh, They say uh, when you're allergic to cats, it's the cat dander. which is like What is dander? I don't know what that means. Dander is like this white dust that's on the actual cat's skin underneath the fur. 
Is that true? Like a white dust. Yeah. Uh, I did cat not dander. know that there was that's dander. What, that's what most people are allergic to with the, when they're allergic to cats. Like, I'm allergic to cats. But I get a thing where I, like, can't touch my... I get itchy eyeballs Sure, and I things. do, too. Yeah. Right. So that's tough if you're living with a cat that you're allergic to. But I don't have an issue except when I touch the cat. Right. That's how it So this cat, cat's going to think you don't love it if you're not touching it. Right. Well, like last night, for example, I was laying on the couch, and I saw him come walking over. I'm like, oh, you're not getting near me. I grabbed a blanket, and then he literally nestled up to me with the blanket. And that's fine. I didn't touch him. It was all good. But I can't go near the thing. Cats love, because I don't like cats. I mean, I'm allergic to them, so I don't right. like them. Uh, cats love to go near people that have no interest in them. That's what they like. Like, Suppose, if you're interested in petting the cat, the cat will run away from you and not want any part of you. I guess. I've not had all these. I've always been a dog person my whole life. Another comment that sounds weird. But we've always had dogs growing up. And my uh, cat, Jewel, who died six months ago, seven months ago, whatever, I've gone through this. We were given her uh, when we just got married back in 1999. So for the last 17 years, all I've had are cats or 16 years. I have never experienced... When you're talking about cats, you know, the, the what's the word? When you're talking about um, the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. I've always heard cats are standoffish. They don't care if you're around. My The cats we've had, very much like dogs. You come home, they come running up to us. They want to sit with us. So I'm sorry that you've had bad cat experiences. No, but I just have had cat experiences where you're not interested in the cat and the cat wants to be all up in your business. I guess. Not not for us. Our cats are all over the kids like crazy and they play nonstop with them. Do you let your cats walk around like the kitchen counter no, and the cabinets? No, 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 no I no, hate no, people no, that no. do that. Absolutely. We spray That's them with disgusting. water. Uh, the you first spray the cat, cats with water? Yeah, the first cat never did that. These two we got, they were three months old. The one, the girl, the first time we sprayed her when she jumped on the counter, she's not gone near it since... She doesn't go on the bed. She doesn't go on the table. Nothing. The male guy, he's a pain in the ass. We spray him constantly. He has. He doesn't go on the counters anymore. Sometimes we will see him. I caught him yesterday. He jumped on the kitchen chair, and I watched him, and he put the paw up on the table, and I came running over, and I squirted him with the water. Gone. So, no, we do not allow that. That's gross. I like your water technique. My sister used to had a great uh, thing with uh, training a dog. Okay, and it was a collar that would shoot air in the dog's face when if it did like it, her dog uh, digs in the backyard. Okay, so every she would have to watch it because there was remote control on the collar. Wow, when the dog would start digging, she would just shoot a puff of air in his face. Huh? And, it and would he'd stop. stop, and then he stopped digging. It worked completely. Because he learned that if he does yeah. that, he's going to hit in the face with air. Right. And How I about guess, that? Yeah, it more surprises them and doesn't injure them. Do you Same buy the into the whole uh, invisible fence theory? No, I don't like that. I don't like anything where I feel like you're giving the dog a, a slight shock. Right. Even, I know it's very slight. That seems weird to me. I don't even mean that. I just meant from the standpoint of if it sees something and it's bolting and at full speed, yeah, it'll take it the ain't shock. stopping. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not comfortable walking by someone's house if they have an aggressive dog that just has an invisible fence. <laughs> I'm with you. I need the full fence, and I need it high enough that I don't think the dog can climb the fence or jump it. Or jump over it. Yeah. Agreed. Like athletic dogs. Jerry, Bill Raftery, he's a CBS uh, broadcaster. Yes, love him. He does um, NCAA basketball. And I, and I had asked Mark Malusis the one morning, and we played a soundbite quite a bit for a joke. He does onion. He says onions all yes. the time. And I, I was curious, uh, because I don't really watch NCAA basketball, wh- what is onions? Was Is onions basketball was my question. <laughs> Go doing this again? Yeah. Are onions basketballs? So there, it turns out onions is like balls. Like you've stones. got some balls, some yes. stones. 
So he has successfully, uh, Bill Raftery, this is, he has successfully trademarked the term onions. I have onions. a problem with this. How is that possible? I onions no is idea. a real thing. I don't know. And I'll tell you why I'm going to uh, trademark bananas. Here's why I have a problem with this. All right. I yeah. tried trademarking score the ball. I score love the that ball. phrase in basketball. All right. Right. I didn't get to do it. Why? Because I was challenged by a company out in California that had some product score something, score basketball tickets or something. They had their own company out there. And so they're like, well, we're going to take you to court. I'm like, over what? And I talked to the owner. I mean, we had a nice conversation. I thought when we got off the phone, we were good. And then I get a letter from his attorney. So they challenged it. How in the hell no one challenged onions? So I, I don't understand. I can't sell a T-shirt that says onions on it. No, you. Well, you can. You have to pay. Have Bill to pay him a royalty fee if he finds out. Right. Correct. Absolutely. Now I want to know how when I go to the supermarket and I see onions on the board for four for five dollars. Right. Why is he not getting paid? That's what I mean. How does I don't know how this really works. How does Anthony Munoz trademark the tilde? Right. Every word in the Spanish, well, not every word, every word that's got the words. N in the Spanish language, right. not every word. A lot of A them. lot of words. More than that. one word, yeah. So how do you trademark I don't that? know. What does that mean? I think it's for, like, selling products. So so he, if I guess if he's going to sell onions T-shirts in relation to basketball, like if you combo up a basketball picture and onions, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know either. All I know is I was shut down and shut out of it because it was too similar to another company's name. And what's it cost to do that? Uh, I think I was going to spend about four hundred and fifty dollars in total to do. You got to submit the submission, uh, the application, and then there's an approval process. When you get approved, there's another final fee for the paperwork and all that stuff. I think it was four fifty, but I didn't spend four fifty because I never got to the approval process. I think I spent two and a quarter on the application. I want to say. And what does that do for you? That just makes sure that no one else can. Uh... Yeah, it means if anybody else prints a T-shirt or um, a poster or any type of marketing tool in the basketball world. Using that phrase, which I like, and I, it was all part because Craig never heard of it before, even though everybody uses it in basketball circles, that you would actually get paid for it. Uh, but you can phrase. just use score the ball because no one has No it. one has it, and clearly no one's going to have it. Right. Why would someone have it? Why can't you just make a score the ball t-shirt? Oh, no, no, you can. You absolutely can. The whole idea is to protect the trademark in case it ever takes off. I see. The idea is that you come up with, Nike came up with just do it. Well, what if you have this score the ball, which happens to be a very popular phrase in basketball. What would all of a sudden Under Armour or Nike or Adidas start printing shirts that say score the ball, which makes sense. If you're a basketball fan, you probably would buy that. Why wouldn't you? Well, but time out. Whoa. No, no, that's mine. That's all. You're just protecting yourself from the big guys, basically. From the big guys. Yeah, and if they want it, they can come buy it from you. I don't know who's buying onions from Bill Raftery. Well, he's keeping it. He's making his own onions t-shirts, I guess. I guess so. Hmm. Now, Did, can I say onions on a basketball game now if I'm not doing it for profit? I, that I don't know how that works. I don't either. I don't know. Hmm. Wow, we just hmm together. Yeah. That's, I think we're doing too many of these. The uh, podcast? Yes. We spend a lot of time together. Or the onions in general. Yeah, that too. Oh, did you like Joe Buck today on the I program? I thought Joe Buck was awesome today. Me too. I think Joe Buck embraces everything that people don't like about him, and he has a fun time with it. You can tell that he's um, a very happy-go-lucky guy. Yes. He's got life by the onions. Can I right. say that? Or yes. i got to pay Bill Raftery for saying that now. Uh, and you can tell he enjoys it. And I, I've said this too many times. I listened to, maybe it was Eddie I was telling, I never thought I would ever hear a Madden-Summerall tandem again to where if I heard them 
at 4 o'clock on a Sunday where I thought it was a big game. I now think that when I hear Buck and Aikman right, agreed. on Sunday at 4 o'clock. I think big game. The voice, I think Aikman's great. Nothing against Nansen Sims. I think they're great too. But to me, I hear Buck and Aikman, bang, big NFC game. Well, those are the two top teams. Buck and Aikman and Nance Sims. Definitely. Those guys, but I'm an NFC guy as a Cowboy fan. Right, I was as Giants. well. That, to me, signifies huge NFC game. Right. You know, I look forward to that NFC championship game. I think it's great. So, yeah, I enjoyed it today. I thought he was really good. The stuff with his dad, what you guys did where you put together the two clips. Yeah, Eddie did that. That was I, nice. I thought that was great. So, yeah, he was good. I'd like to hear from him more, actually. Yeah, he even he did a uh, an a web chat with the Deadspin folks a couple years ago, maybe a year or two years okay. ago, and he even addressed the room. There was a long time rumor, you know, there was all these rumors that Joe Buck is gay yes. and Joe Buck uh, was had um, an affair with a, a, a former Met, right? And he even addressed that in a comical way on his Deadspin chat. Like you, you, you disarm everyone when you. Take all the things they're going to use against you, and That's you it. kind of goof around with it. Don't don't allow them. You right. Know? Do what you got to do. And by, this is what I never understood. Who cares? Right. Like well, that's his even, attitude. So who gives who a cares? crap? Right. So I don't. By know. the way, I didn't know he's married to a gal who does. Uh, she's an ESPN NFL reporter. No kidding. I can't remember her name right now. All right. I'll Google that though, Jerry. I did Jerry. not know that. Very I, attractive. I just didn't even know he was married, but again, yeah, I married with have, children. I had no idea. And she's very attractive, Jerry. As a matter of fact, I'm sure she is. He tweeted out a sexy photo of her. To be honest with you. Good for him. He's proud of his wife. I yeah, think that's it was great. her birthday. Let me Google this real quick. Joe, just Google it. Buck wife. Hmm. Michelle Beisner. I actually know who that is. Yeah. And Good for him. He tweeted out some photo of her, like in a bra with an open shirt, for her Go birthday. For it. Good for him. Jerry, are your kids into uh, Legos? Not really. They're not? No, very little. Not much. No Lego play sets? You don't nope. have the whole thing? Nope. A buddy of mine, his, he's got a uh, large portion of his basement that is dedicated to Legos that his kids do. God bless Well, he them. does with his kids, but they do like the Star Wars spaceships, and then once completed, they put them on shelves, and so they, they and take up full rooms. They sit on... Right. You observe them. I bought Legos for Matthew, I would say, about four years ago because Joseph was a little dude, little, just starting to run around. And I remember opening the box and pouring all the Legos out. And Matthew looked at me and said, what do we do with those? I'm yeah. Like, We're going to make this. He goes, let me know when you're finished. Yeah. <laughs> I said, excuse me? It is He's a like, lot of work. I want to play with that. I'm like, I'm not making it if you're not making it. Right. Put them back in the box, returned it. Yeah, if you go to the Lego store, there's one in the Bridgewater Commons Mall. There's one in mm-hmm. over by uh, NBC here in New York City. Yeah, Gigantic great. Lego. People go crazy for them. They have a great Lego store in um, Lake Buena Vista in Florida, uh, right in Disney Village or downtown Disney, oh, whatever yeah. they call it now. It is phenomenal. They got this massive swan that's out there built out of Legos, this huge dragon built out of Legos coming out of the water. It's great. But did did you, you know, do Legos when you were young? I don't think I did. I, I remember having a small little bucket of Legos and we used to make railroad tracks out of them. But I don't think, no, I never, no, not really. Yeah, the most I ever did is I had a Lego set that had wheels. So you would kind of like make sure, a car. Okay. But it was not like elaborate like they are now. You have nieces and nephews. When you were a kid, did you have even close to the stuff they have now? As far as cool toys? Yeah. No. Because I think back, um, our my childhood was fantastic. We had a lot of stuff. But my God, it's not like now. I mean, we have a whole room in our house that's basically dedicated to toys. I said to my wife, what are we doing with all this stuff? Yeah, we just had to keep our toys in our room. 
and that was it. And if it didn't fit, you got rid of it. If something new came in, I think we're all soft as parents. I think that's the problem. That I will agree with. You all are soft as parents. We are from the standpoint of we don't get rid of anything. Right. I want to keep that. Okay. Yeah. And I want that and that and that. And you all get oh, it that for it. No, that we don't have a problem with. You all get it for your that kids. That I don't have a problem with. We do not go buy them stuff every day. Not oh, you true. don't? Not true. How about this? Like my sisters uh, the, uh, started doing like on Easter when we go over to the house. The My sisters, they they each have kids. I don't have children, Jerry. Right. Well, not that you know of. And so the, 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 sisters, ki- the sisters would exchange gifts on Easter, not chocolate rabbits. They get them a gift. Then on uh, Valentine's Day, they get a gift. For the kids. Yeah, I don't buy into that. I don't fall for that stuff. No, we'll do candy and stuff like that, but that's all. Yeah, We're candy. not doing gifts. Right. Not happening. Like, not here's happening. your Valentine's Day gift to your kid? I Listen, I'm with you. That's a little much. Now, my mother will still get me a chocolate Easter bunny because... Well, it's fine. Yeah. Do you eat that? I do, with the hollow. I love a hollow Easter bunny broken up. In a Tupperware in the in the refrigerator. Hmm, that oh, is man. good. I would agree. That is good Do you stuff. Know how much, you know much Halloween candy we still have at home? Lots. I, I told you, I've never seen the kids get as much as they got this year. We still have, you know how you have sandwich bags and then you have that big square bag, like a storage bag? A Ziploc, Jerry. I think we still have six of those full in the refrigerator. Oh, it's insane. You want some? No, I don't I don't need to have candy You just in said my you house. like chocolate. I do love chocolate. I have a lot of chocolate. Hmm. They're not hollow bunnies, though. Yeah, I love a hollow bunny with the candy eyeballs. How and about the, just the some candy uh, Hershey's? I like little, Hershey's. Little Hershey bars. Yeah, I like it simple. I'll bring you those. Hershey's. We got some Almond Joy. Almond Joy, I love that. Little mounds. I like mounds. Now, so basically, you're a candy pig. Yeah, I will eat a chocolate. I don't go for that sh- that uh, fruit fruity oh, no, 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 candy. None of that. None of that. None of that. Yeah. No, you don't want Laffy Taffy or anything like that? No, not yeah, Laffy Taffy. Less than that, your teeth will fall out. Oh, the, oh, the th- I meant to, the, the thing with the Legos I was asking you about. Oh. The, the Legos have come out with... Lego slippers. Now they're not slippers made of Legos. They're slippers with extra padding on the bottom because I guess when parents oftentimes step on Legos, hurts like a and it hurts. Yes. So Lego slippers, Jerry. Why is that any different than regular slippers? I guess they're just they're Lego branded. So they're and just going to jump in and say, you know what? Why not buy our slippers? Get our slippers, extra padding. They're specifically made for stepping on Legos. Nice. And now this uh, Victor Cruz thing. Okay. So here's what I'm, so people, Craig today was yelling that Victor Cruz, who said he's having season-ending surgery, right? that he's probably done as a giant, Craig said. Uh, I think that's pr- probable because his cap it next year is $10 million. So then then Craig said, well, is he done as a football player? No chance. No chance. No, he's too young. Because no I chance. wonder, what would a guy, like, let's say he did have a career-ending injury and he's like 25 years old. A lot of guys are done at 25. What do, sure. they, what do they do? No idea. I don't know. That's the, but, but see, this is what burns me about the whole pay the college athletes argument because, in my opinion, as someone who had to pay for college, they are getting paid by not paying for college. Right. There is such a small percentage of these college athletes that actually make it to the pros and have more than a year career where they can actually make a lot of money. That's where you need to fall back on your quote-unquote education and not just getting through so you can – go play in the pros, most of them won't, actually do something when you're in college and have a degree so that when this falls apart at 26, you don't look at your wife or your girlfriend or your brother or your mom and say, what do I do now? Because there's no easy answer to that. Right. Now, had you taken your studies somewhat seriously and, I don't know, thought about life after your sport, then maybe you can fall back on something. Right. 
I think he's going to go into fashion, no? I would think oh, yeah, when he's done you're right, playing. You're right. So a guy like Victor Cruz may very well have done what, what I'm talking about. And to me, he's very much like Weatherford. Weatherford knows what he's doing. Weatherford's in the health and fitness. He's on every different magazine cover. He writes all these articles. You know he's getting paid for. Steve Weatherford had a plan, and that plan right now is in place. I hope Victor Cruz has the same plan. He had a backup plan. A backup plan. Yeah. It's not even a backup plan. It's a life plan because even if you're really good, you're not playing past 35. Right. So what are you doing for the next 60 years until you die? And do you think with Tony Romo coming back to the Cowboys this weekend that they will win the NFC East? No, I think they'll be improved play. I think they'll win games. But even if they win something like, what are they? They're two and seven. You have seven games left. Now, let's say they what go. If they six, go five and two. Uh, five and two. They're not going to win the division. I think. I think they have a chance. They have to go six and one and hope. Now here's the thing: the Giants have five losses. The Eagles and the Redskins have five losses. The Redskins play the Panthers this week and the Giants next week. You know, let's assume the Redskins lose to the Panthers for a second. By the way, not a get, not a lock. I think they might win that game. They would have six. Let's say they beat the Giants next week. Now you got two teams with six losses, and the Eagles with Mark Sanchez. It's not out of the question for a team to win this division at eight and eight. So I think for the Cowboys to have a chance, they'd have to go six and one. Fair? Would you That's agree? That's fair. Yeah, I was. We were looking at all their schedules today, and they they all play the same teams. They're exactly. all playing the Dolphins. They're all playing the Jets. They're Correct. all playing the Redskins. They're all playing the Panthers. Right. And then there's a couple randoms where See, I think the mistake we make or Craig was making with me yesterday is that, oh, they got seven losses. They got a chance. It's not the seven losses. Take it as they're two games back in the loss column. And that's the only way you can do it. If I told you a team was nine and three and another team was seven and five, are you telling me that they're automatically out of the race for first place? I don't think you would. It's the same thing. It just right. looks worse because they're two and seven. So they have a chance. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll get there, though. Not at all. Quick one for you. Yes. If you got caught driving while intoxicated. Do you think you'd get caught driving while intoxicated again on the same night? On the same night? No. I don't think I'd get caught driving while intoxicated ever again. Right. You probably wouldn't drive again for a while. A a woman in Pennsylvania actually, um, she got pulled over for DUI, and when the cop went back to write her the ticket after they realized she was drunk, it popped up on the computer that um, she was busted for DUI three hours prior. Oh. I mean, how How did they not take her to jail? Well, no, I think she was taken into police custody at that point. No, I mean the first time. I don't, well, maybe they, well, I don't think they take you to jail the first time. I think they call for someone to come pick you up. They impound your car. And then from that point, you go home, you get another car and you drive away. I don't know. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. It really is. That happened in Somerset, Pennsylvania. I thought Somerset, New Jersey. That's where I live. Somerset, New Jersey. I just tweeted out uh, for fat, hairy guys to be careful. Somerset, PA. Why do fat, hairy guys have to, what is that? Somerset, New Jersey is, uh, Going to continue the bear guy? hunt. They're oh. hunting bear because there's so many bear out there. All of Somerset County in New Jersey. So See, that's that's weird to me. I don't live in an area that's got bears. I couldn't imagine, you know, going out to the deck to have a drink. Bear. Oh, look, grizzly bear. How we doing? So I just tweeted that out, and Chris Carlin was funny. He wrote back. He wrote, "Thanks for the warning." <laughs> <laughs> look at there you go. The Self deprecating. That was a good humor. one. Love Chris Carlin. All right, I'm going to go move my car now because Bobby's leaving, and he's uh, parked on the good side for street parking today, and I'm going to take his spot. So he's doing you a favor. Yeah, he is. Could you do me a favor? What's that? Maybe get my meter for me. I'll pay for it. Okay. Yes? Is that a yes, or do I got to run down? Yes, but I'm going to have to run down here. I'm gonna, can I get I'll have to switch? And like, when, when do, no, when's no, no, no. the meter? My meter's not up until 11.08. Okay, I'm Plenty good. of time. All right, then we got to go. See, this is how we do things here.
Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 